Welcome to the Happy Mama Village podcast with Brian and Annie, a podcast about mamas, for mamas, and by mamas. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Happy Mama Village. We are your hosts, Brian Zielinski and Annie Henderson. And I'm super excited to be back here in our village with everyone for another episode. Here at the Happy Mama Village, we discuss all things pertaining to happy mamas, like relationships, parenting, self-care, mama tips, spiked eggnog, and so much more. Okay. Okay. Serious question, Annie. Do you like eggnog? I inquiring minds want to know. I love eggnog. You I love, love it. eggnog. I do. Were you going to guess okay. the opposite? I I didn't have it. I didn't have a good guess on this one. I didn't have a good read on you for whether you are an eggnog proponent or not. I'm I'm gonna say no for you. What about what about you? Yeah, I don't I don't I don't like eggnog. <laughs> After spending more time with you, I can <laughs> I, I thought I had that one down. <laughs> okay, I've never liked eggnog because I think it tastes like melted ice cream. You don't like melted ice cream? Well, and I kind of do like melted ice cream, but not like totally <laughs> melted ice cream. So Oh goodness. And I've never had I've actually never had spiked egg. I've never had like the eggnog the way you're supposed to have it which i guess is with whiskey <laughs> brandy what's in it i i have no clue no just idea. how okay. it is <laughs> from the store and now i can't have it because of the dairy oh, darn <laughs> you're, you're okay you didn't like it anyway <laughs> i will live yes i will live will though my will he loves eggnog like it's his favorite that's good. Yay, Will. Yeah. <laughs> so I buy him a little jug and... Um, Your kids yeah. not like it? The kids... Yeah, the kids like it. They never, like, ask for it. But when I buy it at Christmas time... Yeah, it's like a little tradition. I do think they have a little bit. But not like Will. Yeah, I can see Scarlett as she gets older. She doesn't like it as much. But, like, we just went up to St. Louis to see my nieces and nephew, and they were chugging that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can't so, even imagine. That like, makes me want to gag. <laughs> chugging eggnog. The, the name could be tweaked. I don't like the name egg in <laughs> We should start. We should drinks. start a trend. We're going to rename it. Yeah. <laughs> see if it catches on. That help you. <laughs> okay, so talking about Christmas, I, I need to vent for a minute. Okay. Can you be hear. my therapist for a second? I'm here. Talk to me. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I am so legit angry Ooh. at my Christmas lights. So <laughs> I, this is serious. I'm not I'm not kidding. I'm I know like y'all are laughing at me. Because you think I'm not being serious, but I'm actually being very serious. Christmas lights are like my favorite thing. Christmas lights and fireworks are my favorite. Relationship. <laughs> yeah, favorite, favorite, favorite. So this year, like we were getting our Christmas lights out, and literally every single strand, half of them didn't work. Like half Ugh. the strand didn't work. Not not one, not one roll. Every stinking roll 
half of it was out. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, who is effing with me? Like, is somebody, like, <laughs> sneaking into my garage and, like, messing up my Christmas lights? Because why every single strand that goes around our house, half of it is out. And we bought them last freaking year. Like, they're not that old. Yeah, it would be frustrating. So I feel like... Either somebody is really sabotaging me <laughs> or <laughs> what's probably more likely is that the company, like they're screwing us. Like I'm really angry about it. Can you tell? It's it's like cell phone companies where they start to. Uh... <laughs> yes. that's like, I, I said that to Will. I was like, I feel like they did this on purpose. And Will's like, okay, tone it down there. Like, this isn't like Catcher in the Rye. This isn't like uh, the grassy knoll. Like, simmer down. That's hilarious. <laughs> the company's not trying to screw you, but I think they are. I think they are. Do you keep, you keep them in like a, a plastic box or? Yes. We take such good care of them. Like, Obviously we not. roll them up in the same, like, spool that they came on, wow. and we put them in a box, and, like, it's in it. Like, we don't tangle them up or anything, so there is no reason why those freaking lights shouldn't work, and they don't, and so we don't have Christmas lights on our house this year, and I'm super sad about it. Oh, so you're not going to get more. You're just going to be like, that's it? No. <laughs> There's I no Christmas. I refuse to go get more. This year. So what we're doing is we're going to send them back to – because there's a warranty on them. So we're going to send those back to that stinking company and be like, replace them. Yeah, we had this one year. Because they don't work. There's a three-year warranty. We We want new ones. But that takes like four to six weeks. So we won't get them in time for Christmas. So we are not going to have them this year. But we will hopefully have them next year if they work. And I'm just, so every time I drive past a house that has Christmas lights on their house, a part of me dies inside. It's going to be a long season. (laughs) It's going to be a long season for me. I know. So I really need to deal with my anger. So if anybody has any suggestions. (laughs) You have your little lights um, from Halloween, right? I do. I do. Oh, I still have those. I mean, don't so get me wrong. We still know, have Christmas decorations. <laughs> but they're not on the house, which is my favorite part. So we do have the colored up lights that are red and green. We've got some inflatables. And then we do have the Christmas lights on the trees, like wrapped around the trunks. So we do still have some things, but it's just not quite the same. So I should probably focus on the positives and not the negatives, but right this minute, I'm still angry about it. I'm sorry. If it makes you feel any better, I've never had lights my whole life. Not growing up, not on my current house. What? 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 Are you doing? You're failing at Christmas, Annie. I know. Now I'm I'm a little devious side of me is tempted to put some up just so I can send you a picture of my, of my house. Be like, you don't hey, know my screw house? you. I'll take a picture of someone else's house and say it's mine. <laughs> You'll never That's know. That's true. I'd never know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, you're going to have sorry. like nothing? Like you don't even have an inflatable or like a sign that says Santa this way. Um, nothing? We have a little... Um, we have a little snowman on our porch that lights up, and we have inside stuff, but no, it's it's pretty dark 
<laughs> That's so sad. That's so sad. <laughs> but it's fun Aww. running around our neighborhood and seeing all all the stuff. <laughs> we'll just okay. let my eyes yes. look at their house. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to file that away. It's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for letting me vent and get that off my chest. You're Maybe so I can welcome. now move on. <laughs> to? <laughs> okay, so today, 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 we are talking about forgiveness. Forgiving your Christmas lights. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to forgive those people who made my Christmas lights, but <laughs> the rest of you can forgive. I'm just kidding. Uh, so, you know, at this time of year in particular, unresolved issues and forgiveness can totally rob us of our joy that's available during the season. We might be around some people who we need to forgive or that we need to ask them to forgive us. This was so evident for me this past week. I, I attended um, a funeral for someone who had spent probably the last 15 years estranged from his grown children. And it was only until he was diagnosed with a life-threatening illness that he actually reconnected with them. And that just makes me so sad. sad. I'm thankful for him and his kids that they were able to reconcile before he died. But it makes me sad for the years that were wasted on unforgiveness. You know, pride, pride was a big factor for him and and also a refusal to accept the blame and the fault. But I suspect had you asked him on his deathbed at the very end if he wished he could go back and accept all the blame and all the fault and trade that for more time with his kids, he would say absolutely he would. So I'm so glad that we're talking about forgiveness today because it's just, it's been on my heart a lot this week. Yeah, I bet he would give anything for more, more time with them. And I bet, oh gosh, I can't, right. I can't imagine. And you always hear about people and, you know, what they say on their deathbed and what they wish they would have focused on and what they could have yes. let go of. Right, like so much time wasted. So if you're going to get there at the end, like it, in the end, if you're going to reconcile, just go ahead and do it now. <laughs> like don't wait, don't wait for the end. So, okay, so I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here, <laughs> but you know, we've all, okay, we've all heard the old Chinese proverb that says unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die, right? Yes. Well, you know, I've experienced the transforming power that forgiveness has and also the poisonous effects of unforgiveness. For me, after my divorce, forgiveness was really holding me back from living my very best life. It was keeping me in a prison cell that I had created for myself. I was literally living the Chinese proverb. I'm not going to go into all the gory details or the ins and outs of how I came to a place where I could forgive my ex-husband. If you want to hear about all of that and the transforming experience that I had, it will be in our online course <laughs> that will be available <laughs> soon. Um, but I will say, but what I will say is that for me, the key to forgiveness was empathy. In one divine moment, I was able to stop seeing my ex 
as a wolf in sheep's clothing, and instead I was able to see him as a sheep in wolf's clothing. It was a really powerful shift. I was able to see him as a child of God who was doing his best, just like I was, just like most of us. He wasn't evil. He was broken. And his brokenness was bleeding all over me. His brokenness said something about him, not about me. If his good actions don't reflect on me, then neither do his destructive actions, right? Right. He broke promises because he was broken, not because I was unworthy of honor. He cheated because he was broken, not because I was unlovable. He lied because he was broken, not because I was untrustworthy. Yet, yet I felt like trash following my divorce. I felt thrown away and angry that he would treat me that way. So think about this analogy. If a man discovers a rare old painting in his attic by Cezanne or Renoir, and he throws it away thinking that it's worthless, is that the painting's fault? Does the painting lose its value because that one man didn't have the capacity or the training to price the art correctly? No, heck no. The painting is valuable because of what it is, period. We can all agree to forgive that man for his ignorance, but, but can we so easily forgive the people in our own lives who don't see our value? That's their shortcoming. They lack the capacity or the training to treat us the way we deserve to be treated. Forgiving them for their lacking is a gift we give ourselves, not them. If unspoken gratitude is like wrapping a gift and not giving it, then unforgiveness is like refusing to open a gift you wrapped to yourself. The gift of forgiveness isn't for the offender, it's for the offended. So, Annie, you always have some great deep thoughts on stuff like this. What do you think about (laughs) unforgiveness? Wow, I think you said it all, but you know me, I do love quotes. So I loved (laughs) what you shared earlier. Um, And one that I've heard before and I I want to share is to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. Mm. So very similar to, to what you shared, but yeah, it's, I've, I've had someone recently that I was speaking to and we were talking about forgiveness and they they were steadfast in they were not going to forgive that person. And it was, I mean, I don't think they realized how much it was holding them back. Right. Thinking, you know, thinking it kind of gave them a leg up and I'm not going to forgive them. I'm going to, you know, hold on to this piece when they could have relieved themselves and been like a prisoner that was freed. Right. Like the other person doesn't know that they're holding on to that and they're, I'm not forgiving you. <laughs> right. Um, Cause it wasn't a conversation between them. It was uh, myself and them. And they, right. yeah, that was something they were holding on to it. Like, like it was magic, but right. in it, and it is, it was like magic that was just hurting themselves. You're hurting um, them. Right. So that's a, I feel like that's a good thing to stop and look at, look at your life. Is there someone out there that you're needing to forgive? And what will that feel like? 
Right. Is it time where you can let go of that and, and look at what it's doing for you? Or if it's not serving you, forgive and move on. And I have a sneaky suspicion you'll have an, an amazing sense of release and relief being able to let go of that burden and, and take it off and just put it down and walk away from it. Right. I, th I think the analogy of a prisoner in a prison cell is so accurate because you have this hurt, you have this wrong that hurt you, that, that happened. And, and think of that as, as a cell inside your heart, a prison cell. And when you don't forgive and you stay trapped in that moment, you stay trapped in that situation, you stay trapped in that hurt because it's always there. But if you're able to forgive, then you get to open the door, unlock the door and walk out. So just like a prisoner walking out of jail, they don't, they don't return. <laughs> they don't run back to the cell. They live their life thankful for their freedom. So right. if you really want to overcome the pain and the hurt from that situation, from what somebody did to you, then get out of the prison cell, walk away right. from it. I, I heard this sh slight shift as well. It's not necessarily a prison cell because those are all locked up. It's a cage with an open door. <laughs> like you are keeping yourself there. You have total freedom to leave any time you choose. Right. You're the but only you're one that's choosing to stay in the hurt. And it's not just keeping you trapped in that relationship, but in so many other areas that you probably don't even realize. Right. Right. No, for sure. Okay. So that is your challenge for today is looking and finding one area in your life. And in, guess what? You can write a letter and then rip it up. You can think of someone that you need to forgive. You don't even have to tell that person. But to do it in your heart and move on, if you're ready for that next level, <laughs> then yes, a challenge can, can be to talk to that person and let them know. But that that's it. Just find one area that you are in a cage with the door open and you are ready to get out of there and experience life on a completely different level. Yeah. And, and don't wait. Don't, don't there's wait. no reason to wait. Think <laughs> it's about not, it's not like New Year's. You don't have to wait. <laughs> not a Monday. <laughs> don't wait till New Year's. Don't wait till your deathbed or their deathbed. Stop wasting time. Just I, I would encourage you, um, anyone listening, to, to to set yourself free. Walk out, live life without that without that cage. So, okay, I think that wraps us up for today. I am totally pumped for our upcoming shows in December. We have some awesome content coming your way, mamas. Yes. Thank you for spending time with us here at the Happy Mama Village. We hope you feel empowered to forgive. If you know a mama out there who could use some encouragement, please invite her to join us here at the Happy Mama Village. Let's change the world one mama at a time. If you need some encouragement or coaching in your parenting relationship, please reach out to me. If you are struggling through a divorce, loss, or breakup, please contact Brian. The show notes will have our email addresses plus additional information. So be sure to check that out. We would love to hear from you. Join us here at The Village next week when we offer tips and hacks to make your holidays more enjoyable. Woohoo! Can't wait. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Happy Mama Village. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a comment, like, or share, and be sure to join Annie and Brian for next week's episode.